life was like a box of chocolates. There is no place like... You talking to me? All right, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. Nobody puts baby in a I could have been a contender. He's looking at you, kid. Here's Johnny. A very particular set of skills. Your milkshake. Go ahead. Make my day. I'll be back. I am the father. I'm Spartacus. Shell off to my little friend. Why so serious? You shall not Welcome to the Real Features Podcast. I'm your host, Paul Cookson, and I'm joined with my beautiful co-host, mm. Samuel S. No, what's your middle name again? <laughs> J. Lebre. Yeah, it's S. It's <laughs> Joseph, and it starts with an S. <laughs> the S.S. Lebre. That's yeah, that's me. <laughs> Paul Cookson. How are you going? Good, good. We're uh, recording this on a roasting Melbourne day. It's 40 degrees, Jesus. Yeah. You've got the rig out, wearing a, a singlet. I've got the life good. beater. Yep. yep. It's good. It's needed. <laughs> it is. My it is. God. There's not much else to do other than record a podcast in weather like this. Uh, exactly. Yep. And we might lose power and everything and it'll go down due to heat. But <laughs> until then, we will keep recording. Exactly. The show will keep going. Yep. Yeah. That's it. What's happening, man? How's uh, how has your viewing been going? Have you been watching a lot of stuff? Yes, yes, been watching a few things. Uh, I've been watching. Um, uh, watch, yeah. I mean, we spoke about last time, last time, but uh, Tulsa King, ah, still yes, probably a bit of a standout. I think that's still been pretty strong. Um, so good seeing Sly in that role. He's awesome. And yeah, it's uh, yeah, good and watch. that's his first. If I'm not mistaken, is it his first TV role? I think it is yeah, yeah there's a few doing that at the moment yeah yeah yeah, yeah well like um harrison harrison Ford yes. going on to the yellowstone knockoff like yeah that's huge that is and he's got another one coming out which we'll get to shortly as well in this mm. uh this month but um so yeah some massive names getting into tv that never yeah. done before so yeah it's cool yeah tv golden age do you think this is a tv golden age right now or do you think it was like you know, five, 10 years ago when it kind of broke on, you know, like with Game of Thrones, yeah. Breaking Bad, all those other big shows that kind of, you know, started it's good, it. It's a good question. Really good question. I think um, I probably, yeah, with all of those sort of ones, there were certain ones that were like groundbreaking that probably changed and were more impactful because they were so original. Mm-hmm. I think um, like we're so spoiled with choice, like the quality's really good, but I just don't think it stands out like it did there where you had, Sopranos, Breaking Bad, all that sort of stuff. But there's such yeah. good. I think the quality is great. I mean, every time we kind of even looking at this this list of this month, like there's some great shows with some massive actors. So I think we we are in a different era. It's almost yeah. elevated, but yeah, um, I think things stood out a bit more because there weren't as much choice then. And yeah, the good shows stood out so much then. But what do you yeah. think? Yeah, and no, I tend to agree. I think you're right because the the streaming giants, like it was really probably only Netflix around then, and yeah. They didn't even have from memory any of those shows anyway, like you no. know, Breaking Bad, HBO AMC, and, and yeah. HBO for Game of Thrones, and yeah, same with yeah. Sopranos. So, mm. yeah, I'd agree. There were like those certain handful of like breakout shows that just elevated the quality and probably were, yeah, the trailblazers to now what we're despoiled, yep, with uh, with choice. And yeah. even those actors, those actors were like, oh god, TV, but it sounds good, so we'll go with it, yeah, you know, exactly. like James Gandolfini and guys like that. In yep. Sopranos, you know, TV in the late 90s still wasn't that great no, as an actor. No, you wanted the right. big screen. Yeah, yeah, yep. 
yeah uh, getting very big productions and stuff like that on shows now it's all about the streaming so yeah yeah that's good. yeah absolutely <laughs> um now one we've got to talk about and i think you know what i'm going to say here yes. but we our family spent new years together for you know four or five days or whatever it was and we started watching a show now it was you know, probably award season will it be mentioned i don't know it's um the quality was unbelievable it was dated and related on netflix i think we yeah we're literally trying to put the kids down to bed and we're just scrolling and we just wanted to we had a few drinks we just wanted something that was trash mm. we don't usually watch reality shows but geez we got hooked on this show <laughs> it's on netflix it's just ridiculous it is absolute bullshit i will like preface it with that it is oh. It is trash. trash. It is the definition of trashy reality TV. Yeah. Like the, the premise is literally uh, a brother and sister or siblings who are related go in and try and be each other's wing man or woman in a house. And so that's essentially different siblings trying to have sex with each other. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the amount of twins in this oh. show, like identical twins, there was like three or four sets of them. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And I reckon... The amount of couples that just mixed around to all different people that were hilarious. Yeah. Some of the characters, it was so well done, it, like to make this stuff just so addi- oh, yeah. addictive. Like it was. Um, the producers were puppeteers on it, how they yeah. put it together. And the editing, you could tell they were creatively editing the shit out of it, <laughs> like to, to just make the storyline flow. But I don't know if we're necessarily recommending it, but if you're up for no. absolute yeah. dog shit. Trash yeah. <laughs> TV. In fact, there's a fun drinking game to be had because they're all That's kind of true. like, I don't know, mid 20s. Yeah. The amount of times they say energy, energy. So the energy between us wasn't right or wasn't good or what energy. Yeah. If you have a drink every time they say energy, you'll be shit faced. Vibes. Vibes. They vibes say a lot of vibes here. Energy and vibe vibes. between each other. Yeah. Holy shit. They use that word about 40 times an episode. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. I think it was about three or four other turns. I think we picked up. I can't remember what they were. Yeah, they were just like robots, just on repeat. But um, yeah, buzzwords that uh, the kids of today use. But there's one guy in particular was just hilarious. Where he he was sort of dating these women, and he was like a good-looking dude, one of the 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 tall twins. And then each time the woman kind of realized this guy had a personality of a brick and would just talk about himself constantly. They'd try and break up with him. And as soon as they'd start trying to break up, he'd just talk over the top of them and go, yeah, oh, no, I, so I don't think this is going to work either. Yeah, I don't think uh, it's... <laughs> it's untouchable. <laughs> Again, oh. but the amazing editing would have him leading up to that conversation going, yeah, I think it's going really well. You know, yeah, yeah. sparks there. It's like... <laughs> just set him up. It was amazing. Anyway, just yeah. For the record, we're not recommending that. No, it's, yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's, say, do something better with your time, please. Yeah, <laughs> but it is funny sometimes to go behind en- enemy lines, that being reality TV, <laughs> and just peek in there and see what's been going on. But holy That's shit, it. it is fucking trashy is. as hell. <laughs> All right, let's move on from that. Dating yes. related, we're we're putting that on the shelf. That's Never right. again. Yes, um, exactly. What else? What else? Um, yeah, watch Glass Onion, Knives Out, Mystery. I thought that was, uh, yeah, I thought it was all right. They tried to do a few twists and turns, great cast, you mm. know, stuff like that. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what did you think of that? You watched it. I as enjoyed well. it. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was it was good. Was I thought it was yeah, well done. And there were some twists in there. And you know, it was like trying for some twists, but at the same time, I I thought it was quite a fun movie and. Like the in terms of how it flowed, it was pretty 
seamless and enjoyable. I don't know. Yeah. I just kind of it was just a good kind of popcorn whodunit murder flick to, for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, I think they're going to make a third one as well, which wow. is, uh, I think, going to keep that that party going, but uh, mm. with another big cast. But yeah, and no, I think uh, Ryan Johnson uh, um, does a good job. That's the director um, yep. on it. And um, or Ryan. Yes. R I A N. Yeah, no, it was good. Um, mm. Yeah, and just so good to see Eddie Norton back, and and even. Um, uh oh, i'm trying to think of the main female one of the main female actresses she was uh we haven't seen her much do much for a while um oh what's her name she's got to play the, the more bimbo type one um, um oh i forget her name um oh that's gonna annoy me but yeah. um she's very good with stuff, names, like yeah. almost famous and stuff like that she was on uh, yes uh kate hudson kate hudson jesus yep. yeah that's it she's awesome yeah, yeah she, she is she was really good in that too played kind of a different character and yeah, the cast, as you said, Edward Norton. I love Edward Norton. God, yeah. he's, just, he's so picky, though. Yes, yeah. He just does nothing. Yeah. Really, it'd be awesome to see him do more, but yeah. Yeah, it was a good one. He, I thought he was excellent. Yeah, yes, yeah. Yeah. And uh, according to Ryan, Ryan Johnson as well, he reckons uh, Dave Bautista is the best actor, wrestler turn actor. in uh, So better than The Rock, better than... Um, be cool. Trying to think of El Cena, uh, Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Stone Cold. <laughs> Stone Cold. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, he probably is getting a bit more diverse. I mean, I love The Rock, but geez, he does kind of repeat a lot. Yeah, The Rock's massive, but I mean, he does he does comedy well. I think The Rock. Yeah, like, I yeah, think he does yeah. He's charismatic well, as all. Yeah, shit. like, but yeah, when has he kind of tested himself in a gritty dramatic. role or anything like that? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I'm trying to think. Like, yeah, hmm. yeah. Yes. I mean, who, who doesn't love The Rock? He's yeah, I know awesome, that's it. He's such he's, a likable guy. He's the best. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, his films. Yeah. I mean, when you hear a new Rock films coming out, do you get that excited? Like, be other than it being The Rock, like you yeah, know, it's probably not going to trouble like a season same. or anything. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> not going to trouble awards it. No. Yeah, they're not going to have to really throw around too many screeners, are they? <laughs> like. Other than was it the Nickelodeon or the People's Choice Awards or whatever yeah, those yeah. ones, <laughs> where he gets slimed or whatever. It, you know, <laughs> yeah, fuck. Oh uh, shit! The other um, one I watched as well was The Witcher. Ah, um, uh, yeah. Uh, the this is the prequel one, Blood Orange uh, Origin, uh, which was only four episodes. I think it was. Dude, he's got like it's funny because I think Chloe, my wife, quite enjoyed it, and it's like it's okay. It's like kind of a bit trashy and stuff like that. But we looked it up on IMDb. 4.5 whoa out of 10. that's it's low gone. that is low <laughs> shit yeah i don't know it was yeah kind of not great but yeah kind of just trash as well but anyway it was all right but yeah was it a 4.5 though that's well, uh, that's probably a bit too low i feel like that yeah. was probably a bit i mean it wasn't the best but yeah the witcher was like if you rewatch season one of the witcher i don't think you ever really did but it's no. uh you know that's not great tv either i mean i thought yeah. season two has actually got a bit better it was a bit more fun but um yeah i don't know but yeah fuck like yeah four point like anything if you see a four or 4.5 you're pretty much not watching that if no. i look that up and i see a show or a movie or whatever's that i'm like eh, you know pass yeah absolutely like it's yeah. got to be over five holy shit yeah that's easy it. yeah exactly that's my general yeah. rule yeah um dude i watched what have you been other... watching yeah yeah well i was about to just go into that the pale blue eye i watched ah uh, yes victoria the other day which is on the list for uh what's coming to streaming this month actually yeah so, 
because yeah, we're late you? as per usual. Yeah, it's already out. <laughs> what did you think? I watched it too, but yeah, what did you think? Yeah. I liked it, man. And similar yeah. to what I was just saying about Edward Norton, Christian Bale, every time he's in something, he's just, yeah, he's great. He, he was great, awesome. Yeah. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Like it had, a, it was an enjoyable, it wasn't like the best thing I've seen, but I like, I kind of, it was compelling enough and um, yeah. kind of darkish. And yeah, I yeah. thought it was good, good twists i don't know who done it murder mystery yeah yeah it yeah. was it was literally who done it like it was yeah. it seems to be a thing at the moment but no i thought it was pretty good what do you yeah. think yeah i thought it was good uh because I've, I've got the top 10 uh for this for this episode uh for what's coming to streaming and i had it i had it really high originally um but yeah look i thought it was really good but i think because the what's coming to streaming this month is pretty pretty strong so I, yeah it probably dropped a few rungs but i still really yeah, I thought it was good. Yeah, yeah it was. I thought, yeah, like you said, I think Chris Bale is so good, and even that dude who uh, used to be in oh, Harry he's offside. Grown up, yeah, yeah, dude, he's he was um, like, he's really good, man. Yeah, he was like the little fat kid in Harry Potter, I think, and he's like yeah. growing up to be kind of skinny and a bit weird looking, but, but like um, very interesting he, looking guy, and just like even his. I thought the writing of it was pretty cool. Like the language used, especially for his character, was really yeah. cool. I mean, he was um, his character was based based on that Poe. Uh, what's his name? The like he was actually a author and poet and stuff like that in history. So he's supposed yeah. to be based on that character. But you're right; like he seemed almost very, very theatrical the way that he yeah. was sort of speaking and stuff like that. So yeah, he did it well. Yeah, yeah. yeah I thought yeah. I thought he was almost like. I mean, you know, Christian Bale's always going to be solid as, and he was. He was great, but mm. it allowed this guy to try and like really go hammer and tong on that role and like yeah. as you said theatrical and scenes and i don't know i thought he i was gonna say still stole the show he didn't do that but he was very much i thought he was toe-to-toe with christian bale for sure yeah we should be thinking of that like that would be intimidating for him to be opposite oh. christian bale and yeah. he's certainly like yeah he held his own he, great acting performance by him yeah yep yeah. yep and it was a different character like the accent like just the, the language used i thought yeah i i was yeah. impressed yeah. Um, but I yeah, think it's cool. definitely worth a watch. It was a really yeah. it was a good film. And yeah, I know, at the moment, it's ranked number one, I'm pretty sure, for films on Netflix. So All it's right. Awesome. Wow. There you go. It's kicking yeah. around. People are watching yeah. it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Okay. So it must be above Glass Onion then. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, I think they okay. came out at different. Glass Onion came out before it. So I think yeah. it had its time up there. But now, yeah, I saw yesterday it's it's number one in, yeah. the US, in Australia. Yeah. Nice. So. Yeah. Doing well, the old pale blue eye. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Should we any, kick into yeah. some news or was there? I'm trying to think of No, I don't think. Yeah. No, yeah. Let's do some headlines. Fun. Let's do it. Um, yes. So starting off, you know I'm a big James Bond fan. There's no yes. secret. Huge there. Bond um, fan. Huge Bond fan. <laughs> I still the and you know what I'm gonna say here. I love <laughs> this when you were up in arms because now the what you're about to say, Daniel Craig is obviously leaving the role. But I remember when Daniel Craig came onto the role, into the role, I should say, you were not thrilled replacing Pierce Brosnan. And one of the reasons was because he doesn't have enough body hair. Well, it's, is that true? Okay, that was very true. You know, it's, <laughs> I'm a simple man and he needs to have dark hair. He needs to be British and he needs to have a good rug. Yeah, you know, that's the Austin Powers like <laughs> Daniel Craig came in with blonde hair, no rug, just and, jacked uh, and yeah, hairless. Jacked the... <laughs> uh, no, yeah. he, he was a good Bond in the end. I mean, very different. Didn't have yeah. the humor, but he, uh, you know, he brought 
bought a good toughness even in the last one sucked um if you haven't seen it it started off so good but it just ended so shit that like anyway i'm going off topic but yeah. uh so you got me on the james bond rant look what you've triggered you've triggered me but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but speaking of bond there's been a lot of talk about who would be the next bond a lot of names floated you know tom hardy um uh henry cavill all that sort of mm. stuff but they're sort of saying they want someone a bit younger mm. so out of left field Apparently, Aaron Taylor Johnson uh, is the new front runner after he's met with the producers. So, I actually quite like this. Uh, this he, he's he's a really good actor. So you probably know him from back in the day, Kick Ass. He did Nocturnal Animals, which he played a very different role. Um, that one and also Quicksilver and Marvel's Avengers, mm-hmm. um, Age of Ultron. But he's really versatile. Um, I mean, probably the role that apparently stood out to the producers, which considered him for this, was in Bullet Train, the recent one with uh Brad Pitt. Yeah. Um, he was in a suit and kind of you know well dressed and did some good fight scenes and that sort of stuff. But um, yeah, he's British. Uh, I think according to them, you know, they said he's British, he's a great actor, yeah. he suits a younger di- uh, direction they want to head in. Um, but interestingly enough, the only thing that might be holding him back is that he's sort of a well-known, like he's sort of a known actor, but he's not a, a name like a yeah, yeah, a Tom Hardy or something like that. But he's about to star in um Sony's Spider-Man spin-off Craven the Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they're kind of watching this space to see if that blows him up. And apparently he's got another film as well, um, with Ryan Gosling called The Fall Guy um, yeah. coming out. So if that blows him up and becomes a big name, I don't think they want to have someone who's a, a massive name, but yeah, yeah, we'll see. But um, do we know about his body hair? Like how much body hair he has on his chest? Well, that's, that could be the other deciding factor. I mean, if they feel that he doesn't have enough, then yeah. potentially you're a smart <laughs> Look, these are the big questions. Like, you know, if he wants to roll, he's got to like, in the casting call, they were like, all right, it's cool. You're British. You're tall. Yeah, you got dark hair. Do you mind taking your shirt off for us? Just yeah. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> all right, Paul, come in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Is this an acceptable level of uh, body hair? Yes. <laughs> uh, could happen. <laughs> Uh, interesting uh, but yeah do you know who the actor is have you no, kind of, no i yeah, kind of do yeah. i do um from uh what were the what was the first movie you said he was from i've seen uh, kick ass yes uh, nocturnal animals and yep. yeah 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 i do i do like like a tom hardy i think he'd be, he'd be awesome good. yeah bring that hardness for sure yeah and he, Henry and Cavill he would be awesome so i reckon he'd pull it off but um yeah yeah because i remember ages ago they were like floating around Hugh Jackman, but I guess he's too yeah, old now. Like he's, he's definitely same yeah. age as yeah. Daniel Craig, if not older. So yeah. Um, yeah. No, look, interesting to see, see what happens. Mm. Yeah. 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 So watch cool. this space. So yeah. yeah, they said he probably would have tied up the role already if it wasn't for, yeah, that kind of watch this space on, on how he's moving. So it's almost a weird one. Like yeah. he wants his movies to do well yet. If they go too well, he won't, too well that he may not get James Bond role. So Jesus. I don't know. We'll see. Anyway. You think sometimes these, I reckon these studios or whatever, they overthink shit. I know yeah, they're the they ones do. doing it, but yeah. it's like, dude, if he's good for the role and he's gonna know, kill just, it, then yeah, that's good. That's like, it. Do it. Yeah. Um, sure. yeah, sweet. Well, next up, Ocean's Eleven, the prequel film is to commence production 
this March. And details are currently limited, but the film will star Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling, who, if I'm not mistaken, they're in the Barbie film together, right? Yes, yes. That's right. And they're also in uh, Quentin Tarantino's last one that you love together. They were in that one together too, Brad Pitt and Margot. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, Um, Ryan Gosling. Oh, Gosling. Sorry, I got the wrong name. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. But yeah, Gosling, yes, Gosling and Margot were in Barbie, but yeah. Correct. Um, yes. But while it's listed as a prequel um, to the recent uh, films, the reports say it'll act as a remake to the 1960s original, which had the Rat Pack in it, including Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr., Peter Lawford, and Joey Bishop, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So it'll be set in uh, Europe in the 60s and will be directed by Jay Roach, Austin Powers trilogy. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, but I guess he, you know, in those Austin Powers films, I don't know, very different films, but I mean, they yeah. did the 60s, like they portrayed the they 60s did. pretty well in really those well. films. Um, they did Bombshell, which is pretty good, so that was yeah, the, I'm yeah, trying to picture recent. who was in that. Uh, I was thinking, was it Charlie's Theron and stuff like that? I think okay, it was sort of a more political one, but yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Um, and the screenplay for this one is written by uh Carrie Solomon, so yeah. nice. um, interesting, yeah, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, they did the uh, Oceans 8, I think it was, with the all-females cast with, uh, um, uh, yeah, I think it was because of Kate Blanchett and I think they had, um, oh, gosh, the, the woman from Speed. Uh, uh, Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock, yeah, um, where she was, like, supposed to be uh, Danny Ocean's sister or something like that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, the, the old reboot, see how it goes. But uh, the original three were great. Maybe not the yeah. second one as much, but uh, the first one uh, was untouchable. And then the third one where they brought El Pacino in, that was uh, pretty good too. But yeah, yeah. see how but they go. But it's just kind of like, uh, I know we crap on about this all the time, but holy shit, they just keep rebooting shit. Oh, ridiculous, just, yeah. Like yeah. maybe it's just because it has to be guaranteed money for these guys or something yeah. so they know the name. But man, yeah. happens yeah. a lot. Yeah, it does. Yeah, every decade, I think we'll keep, yeah. Yeah, keep it going. Um, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, which off the back of Golden Glows, which I just watched actually uh, delayed last night. Um, yeah, it was pretty, not the best uh, award-like show, I thought. It was it was okay. Some interesting, some good winners in there. But um, Who Game hosted them? Uh, oh, I forget the guy's name. Um, was it like Jimmy Kimmel or someone? No. Uh, it was a black actor who got savaged a little bit online i think um i thought he was okay but he kind of just kept telling the audience to be quiet which i think he was trying to be funny but it kind of didn't yeah no it was it was all right but uh he bombed yeah (laughs) (laughs) some controversial ones in there like he had had a crack at uh tom cruise or or scientology or something like that and then because tom cruise returned all three of his oscars in uh in like um going against Golden Globes because I think they uh, didn't have a whole lot of diversity on their board, which I've tried to change and all this sort of mm. stuff. And then he had a crack at Scientology. And then in, um, also I think uh, Eddie Murphy got a, a lifelong um, award as well and had a crack at Will Smith as well at the end oh of it. God. So it was, yeah, that was about the highlights, to be honest. But um, yeah. yeah. Um, but yes, House of Dragons won Golden Globe for best drama um, series uh, as yeah. well. But um but george r. R. r martin who's the of course the author he gave a bit of an update on game of thrones 
and all the spin-offs because uh, Warner Bros. Discovery has now had a merger and that's had a major impact on a lot of shows, including all the DC stuff, comics, all that sort of stuff. And Game of Thrones looks like they've been hit with, with this as well. Um, according to them, a lot of the spin-offs have been shelved. Um, you can't imagine it'll be shelved for too long, but, uh, but according to his quote in an interview with Variety, Martin said, some of those, uh, some of those are moving faster than others as a, uh, is always the case with development. None have been greenlit yet, though we are hoping maybe soon. A couple have been shelved, but I would not agree that they are dead. We can mm-hmm. take some time off the shelf uh, or take something off the shelf as easily as we can put it back on the shelf. All these changes at HBO Max have impacted us, certainly. So interesting. Um mm-hmm. But there's a lot of spin-offs that they have planned. So I, I definitely can imagine some of these coming back. I mean, they've got one for Jon Snow. Uh, yeah. Kit Harrington's going to come back. So that's not staying on the shelf for long, let's face it. Um, yeah, that'll yeah. dominate. Yeah. And that's apparently going to pretty much follow the character after the events of the finale. So sort of seeing, and according to them, Kit's character or Jon Snow is not okay. And as he yeah. probably shouldn't be after what happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll follow his journey. Um, there's another one on Princess Nymeria, led mm-hmm. 10,000 ships, it's going to be called. Um, don't know much about this one, but apparently it's set a thousand years before the events of Game of Thrones. The series tells the story of warrior queen Princess Nymeria and the surviving Rhaenars, Rhaenars, whatever, who yep. traveled from Aesos to Dawn following their defeat of Valenarian and their dragons. I don't know what all that means, but uh, it might mean something to the nerds, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, the, the other two series I've spoken about is the Sea, Sne- sea Snake. I'll try again. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a spin-off of the House of Dragons one. Weird one. I didn't really know if this character uh, was strong enough to get a spin-off, but it was essentially one of the Sea ones, the the black dudes with the blonde dreads, uh, yeah. who, uh, Corliss Valerian. Um, so apparently you might get a spin-off series. And then the final one was Tales of Dunk and Egg. Um, this was a couple of small books that he wrote as well, where they followed the adventures of Dunk, who is the future Lord Commander of the King's Guard, um, and Egg, the future King, Aegon the uh, Fifth Targaryen, um, who essentially is the dad of the Mad King, who we get introduced to at the start of the Game of Thrones original series. So that's set 90 years before the events of the novel. So that's a whole lot of uh, nerdy mm. talk. Probably a lot of that didn't make sense to a lot of people, but for people who like Game of Thrones, it might be. But yeah, there's a lot of lot of ideas there, and I can imagine a lot of those probably will come back off the shelf and and will start to uh, yeah fill out HBO's. You think so? They'll just consolidate for a little while and then yeah, yeah. bring them back out slowly for sure. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, I've got some random news headlines here. So James Wan says the upcoming The Conjuring 4 might, in quotations, wrap up the franchise, which what we call that is a lie. Um, (laughs) (laughs) There's definitely going to be sequels to this. He's already got like a like a conjuring world where he does all these spin-off series like uh, Annabelle Dole and the the nun and everything else. There's no yeah. Money talks. There's going to yeah. be more. <laughs> yeah, if they're still doing it, or, or he might rebadge them. Who knows? Yeah, but, that's true. Yeah. yeah, reboot them or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Nicole Kidman has joined the cast of Taylor Sheridan's upcoming Paramount Plus series Line S, which is based on a real life CIA program, and will also feature Zoe Saldana um, from Avatar and Avengers. But the basic plot reads: a young 
woman is recruited to the CIA to befriend the daughter of a terrorist group in order to bring down the organization from within, which sounds pretty compelling. Um, But yeah, this guy, Sheridan, he is all over everything at the moment. Yellowstone, the prequel series. Yeah. um, Tulsa King co-creating the mayor of Kingston. He is everywhere. um, Yeah. Which is, yeah, flavor of the month. So strike while the iron's hot. Yeah, he's a machine, hot in demand. Um, Yeah. Him and Ryan Murphy does uh, all the um, American horror stories and stuff who got awarded at the Golden Globes as well. But those two guys seem to just be like just churning out so many shows. They just do whatever they want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's funny because, yeah, um, uh, uh, Taylor Sheridan, um, I didn't realize uh, he was actually, uh, because I was a big fan of um, um, Sons of Anarchy back in the day. And I didn't realize that he was actually one of the actors on yeah, that and i really? kind of got the feeling of some of the shows especially seeing like tulsa king a little bit of uh feeling of kind of what sons of anarchy yeah. was like and stuff yeah. and it's funny that he was actually yeah one of the act like kind of the more minor he was one of the cops in it i think yeah. on some of the earlier seasons but yes. so he's gone on from that to then become this crazy amazing writer and producer yeah, yeah. So, producer. yeah. yeah. pretty crazy um, very yeah. talented there you go um terrifier Director Damien Leone has revealed that a third film in the horror franchise is already in development and he wants it to be the scariest one yet. Yeah, this is terrifying. Yeah, it's great. This is the one we actually spoke to um, with Chris Sun. Um, ah, I think it was Chris. Um, yeah. About the, the, it's like a low sort of budget indie uh, horror series, really gory, like super gory about yeah. this clown who goes around and just like serial killer type thing. But um yeah, it's fun if you're like full gore horror yeah. sort of stuff. And um, his second one was super popular, did really well in the indie scene, made really good money off a really low budget. So, um, yeah, they are fun if you like that stuff. But, um, yeah, so a third one coming, which was probably never in doubt. And I imagine yeah. they'll, they'll keep sequeling it for a while. But, um, yeah. Yeah, just flog the dead horse. Why not? Yeah. Um, according to Courtney Love in an interview on Mark Maron's What the oh, Fuck like or WTF podcast, she was originally cast as Marla, um, which would originally go to, uh, sorry, eventually go to Helena Bonham Carter in Fight Club. However, Brad Pitt um, fired her from the role because she didn't let him play the role of Kirk Cobain in Gus Van Sant's Last Days. And according to her, Edward Norton, who she was dating at the time, was upset and powerless to change it. That is uh, some goss there. I think for your thoughts on this, because you're a big fan of that. Yeah, that love film Fight and, Club, one of my yeah. uh, faves. Um, I think you know what she would have done a good job at that role. Yeah, Courtney Love playing that role. Yeah. Um, she... Having said that, yeah, Helena Burnham Carter was phenomenal, amazing in that. Um, yeah. So I think that's the right choice. But I wonder yeah. how much truth there is to that. You just you never know with Courtney Love because nah. she talks a lot of shit, and yeah. you just don't know. Um, yeah, I didn't realize she was dating Ed- Eddie Norton back in the day. But nah. there you go. But um. But Brad yeah. Pitt, I mean, did he produce that or he just like, because he was a star, he could just yeah, say, oh, get her off been. it. Like, yeah. maybe there was talk of her going into it and he kind of snubbed it out early on or something, you know, because he would have been yeah. cast before her, you'd think. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. There could be, a, look, with a lot of that shit, especially with her, I reckon there's like maybe a smidgen of truth and she's kind of yeah. run with it and said, oh, I had the role and then I got fired. Yeah. You know, whereas maybe Brad Pitt heard her name thrown up for it and he went, uh, nah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, hard to know. And the fact that she's saying that he wanted to play Kurt and then she didn't let him, and then she said she regretted that down the track and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, she was, well, a, she was an okay actress awesome back in the day. Sorry, Brad Pitt would have been great 
in that role. Yeah, he actually, yeah, he would have been. It looks like him. Yeah, that's right. Um, But yeah, you're right. Like, she's not the best actress, but at the same time, that role was pretty kind of trashy sort of thing. She almost probably could have pulled it off. Yeah, I reckon she, you know, once again, as I said, I think the right choices were made, but, you know, if Helena wasn't available, that wouldn't be the worst choice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, interesting. interesting. Nice. Yes, some good news there. Um, To round out the news as always, some quick renewals and cancellations. I tell you what, it was Cancel City this month. There was a lot of cancellations. Um, So there's only really one renewal I've got on this list, and that was Wednesday, and that was Never in Doubt, the Netflix series, which has taken the world by storm a little bit. Um, Mm. That was season two. Um, But yes, the cancellations. Uh, Warrior Nun uh, cancelled after season two on Netflix. Blockbuster cancelled after one season. Eighteen ninety nine, um, mm-hmm. cancelled after one season. Um, Minx, uh, the HBO or Stan here in Australia, cancelled despite it being renewed for a second season. They've just cancelled it Jeez. before even <laughs> renewing it. Um, and then uh, Shantaram. Thank Minx. you. Yeah. Uh, Apple TV Plus series has been cancelled. Oh, that's right. That was the uh, series, the motorbike series with uh, Charlie. Hunnan, which was uh he was on Sons of Anarchy back in the yeah. day. So, but yeah, that's been cancelled. So there you go. Mm. Didn't have a very good Christmas to say yeah. the least. No. Yeah. Um, but now we're up to the big one, Mr. Ooh. Cookson. It is the top 10 of what is coming out this month streaming, and it's your turn. So these are yes. your top 10, starting from number 10, I'm assuming the we least are. favorite or least one excitement for something coming out, yes. and one being the one you're most excited most to excited see. For. Yes. And it's actually a really good month. It was actually uh, a pretty strong list, I reckon. From mm. And it's interesting because we are, again, recording this mid-month. Um, I've actually seen a few of these shows. And it's funny because uh, some of the shows I had much higher in the list, I did it before the start of the month. And then as I've actually seen some, some have dropped a little bit down the list. Yeah, and Starting with what I had at number 10, this is the perfect example. I had this very high in the list. Um but it was Koala Man, the mm-hmm. uh, animated series for Disney+. Plus. The, the reason I had this so high is it's the, originally, um, it's from, it's Australian series by Michael Cusack, who I think is brilliant. And he did YOLO. Uh, if you haven't seen that mm-hmm. series, YOLO Crystal Fantasy on Adult Swim, it is hilarious. I've gone back and rewatched it, even with my wife a bit recently. And it's just so random. It's just insane. It's just, it doesn't make sense. The, the animations yeah. are just it, just hilarious. Like you haven't seen it, definitely recommend it. So Michael Cusack, if you don't know, he got he got really popular online on YouTube videos. He was sort of a YouTube sensation and he's really taking off. And this was off the back of YOLO and all that sort of stuff. He then got his own Disney Plus series called Koala Man, which is about like this goofy Australian dude who puts on an Australian like you know, koala mask wraps a, a cape around him and he's got no superpowers. He's just this awkward dude who tries to do stuff. And he kind of like his thing is like, you know, he'll tell people to put their bins out and cut <laughs> their lawn and stuff like that, which is great. But the randomness, the craziness that he has in YOLO, they've stripped that back. I don't know if that's his decision or Disney plus or whatever, but it kind of just feels like 
a, a standard animated it's a watered series down version. Yeah, like it's funny, but it's it's sort of like you know it's it's kind of like every other funny animated series we kind of get. Yeah. Like it's just not that much different to that, but it's Australian yeah. mm-hmm. and it's great. Like he's been able to build like like he filled out his cast with um, some massive Australian names. Like he's got Sarah Snook. Uh, who's who's making you know doing great things with Succession, winning awards and everything. Hugh Jackman is like a, a regular on every episode. Um, Hugo Weaving makes an appearance. Miranda Otto makes an appearance. Uh, Jermaine Clement, um, you know the New Zealand hilarious actor and, and producer, he's a regular on it as well. Um, but yeah, it's like it's good, but it's just I was I had it so high because Yolo mm. was just amazing. But yeah, this was just yeah like it's worth a watch but it's just uh you know you're a bit disappointed i guess disappointed i wanted that randomness the craziness but yeah yeah and i remember i haven't seen yolo but i saw a lot of his online videos and yeah they're 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 out of this world they're like absurd absurdist kind of comedy very random very cool so i can maybe it's just it kind of smells of disney you know a massive company kind of getting their hands on it and maybe just kind of yeah stripping it back a little Really happy for him. It's great. He's such a great talent, and I love that he's he's getting you know this opportunity. But it, the one good thing actually in this series is I don't know if you've seen that small skit that he did with the Siggy Butt Brain with the two kind of dudes who were like no. stealing my lighter. Why are you trying to steal my lighter? Like the these two Yobbo dudes who are like yeah. near a, a a train, but they oh. feature as regular characters in this. Ah, yes, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah, really funny. But anyway. Number um, nine, nine, number nine. Um, and I've seen this as well, complete uh, the six episodes of it, and that's Black Snow. Um, mm-hmm. This is again uh, a new, this is all Australian, a new Australian crime series uh, starring Travis Fimmel, um, who you might know from Vikings and Raised by Wolves. Mm. Um, also stars, uh, not one of the main roles, but kind of a recurring role as Brooke Satchwell as well. Um, murder mystery of an unsolved death of a 17 year old Aboriginal girl who uh, it's reopened after a time capsule is unearthed and provides new clues. Hmm. Um, So it sort of tells the story of when she was in school, kind of like what she's going through. And then the present day, which is set, you know, 15 years later or whatever it is where he's investigating this cold case. So you sort of see the characters growing up and stuff like that. It's all right. Like it's actually, it's not mind blowing. It's not incredible, but I just love that Stan, uh, of course, produced by Channel Nine, are yeah. doing every time we do this podcast, we have an original series that they're doing, yeah. bringing in some good actors. You know, Travis Fimmel is doing some great stuff overseas. He's an yeah. Australian actor. He's coming back. He's done this. Um, I love it. Like it's so mm. good that they're actually producing. That they don't seem to do much on the on the free to stream. You know, Channel Nine actual. Yeah. They're yeah. still doing reality and all that sort of stuff, but that's yeah. fine. Like I guess. The fact they're building a streaming one with some really good drama and mini series, and yeah, this is it's yeah good fun, encouraging, yeah, quality of it and production it was really strong. So yeah, Yeah. definitely worth a watch. So So, yeah, yeah. number eight was Kaleidoscope, the Netflix series. Have you heard about this one? Or I, I think I saw it, uh, saw a preview for it, but no, I haven't watched it yet or anything. So it's really novelty. Essentially, what they're doing is. Each episode has got a color. They call yep. it a color. And it's a heist movie. It stars uh, a few people in it as far as um, um, uh, the guy, <laughs> uh, Giancarlo Esposito, um, yes. who was on like Breaking Bad. Um, ah, yes. Yeah. It's got like Jai Courtney, a few others uh, in there as well. I have um, heard of this one, actually. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. go on. So really, Scott, 
has produced it. Um, but essentially, each each you can watch it in any order. That's mm-hmm. supposed to be the whole thing. You can watch it yep. in any order, and in the end, you can know kind of you have a different experience. I like the concept of it, and it's definitely working. It's getting a lot of people onto it. But really, it's just kind of there is kind of a like a, a linear story in there, yeah. really. And I, there are a lot of shows that do single episodes that you could kind of still piece together. I think they've just gone the novelty of it. Like there's yeah. a lot of series that have already sort of done that and you could watch it in any order and work. But yeah. the fact they're saying that it's a real novelty and look, yeah. it's all right. Like it's, uh, I've only got two episodes left. Um, I think there's eight episodes on it. And um, yeah, it's it's fun. Have like, you it's worth, mixed worth them up? Watch uh not to so even on netflix I, i've heard they will put it in different orders on yeah. your netflix but the final yeah. episode will always be the same um but yeah i jumped around a little bit but um yeah. but yeah it's um yeah it's cool. all right yeah, yeah it's a cool concept <laughs> and i guess it's yeah. a more marketing ploy than anything but you know it is. yeah 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 number seven uh, number seven uh Pale Blue Eyes, which we've spoken about. So I had yes. uh, that, which I I had higher, but again, I thought it was really good. But just again, um, it was a strong field, I thought. But um, yeah, hmm. we've already discussed this one, so I probably don't, probably don't need to, to double over it. But yeah, yeah. It, was, it was a good one. Still, yeah, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Number right. six. Six, six. I've got You People, the Netflix movie coming out, the comedy one, which stars oh. Johnny Hill, Eddie Murphy, uh, Julia Louise Dreyfus, and yeah. It's a massive cast. Because uh, that hasn't actually come out yet, I don't think, has it? So no. We've spoken about this in previous episodes, but essentially I think it's yeah, one of those families where he Jonah Hill's marrying, I think, um, Eddie Murphy's daughter or something. So it's sort of like a mix of cultures and yeah. all this sort of stuff. So it's a kind of a hilarity ensues soon after. Yeah, I hope. Yeah. yeah. Like, it'll be good to see Jonah Hill in a, a pure comedy kind of thing. And Eddie Murphy back, you know, that's awesome yeah. too. The, as you said, the cast is huge. So I'm I'm keen to see that one. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully that's a good one. Definitely. Number, number five, uh, I've got Shrinking, the mm-hmm. Apple TV Plus series. So this is the 10-part comedy series co-created and starring Jason Segel. So Good to hear that name, Jesus. Yeah, I haven't heard about Jason Siegel for a while. I'm excited for this. It should be hopefully good. Like he's a good, he's he's really funny. He should be yeah. good. But um, and he's again teamed up with Harrison Ford, which is a massive name. So he's doing TV, I guess. Yeah. Now. So um, but yeah, so Jason Siegel plays essentially a uh, a shrink, hence the mm-hmm. name, and but he snaps and start telling starts telling clients as it is, like what he's really thinking. Yeah. Like, so there's no filter. So yeah. that would be quite funny. I reckon, yeah, should be a good series. It's a good concept. Yeah, that's, that's and, a cool concept. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to that one. Um, So the top four. Um, So number four, I've got a few season twos actually in this, and that's because I really liked season one of these. So I've got Viking Valhalla season two. I really liked season one. I thought it was really strong. Um. This is the spin-off series uh, set after the events of the original series of Vikings. So I think it's just landed on, Viking, uh, on Netflix um, this week, the last mm-hmm. couple of days. Um, so yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, looking forward to it. I thought season was really strong. So yeah, quite high. Um, number three as well, I've got you, uh, Your Honour. The mm-hmm. season two of that um this is the one with brian cranston where he plays a judge yep um i think it's his son gets into trouble and that's where he starts uh kind of he's like this really well-respected judge but then he starts yeah being a bit dodgy i don't know they got i can't 
completely remember how season two ended. It was a great series. I remember it was. Yeah. Um, I don't know how they're going to do a season two because from memory, yeah, I think he kind of gets found out and kind of, so I don't know how, yeah. But anyway, looking yeah. forward to it. He's hmm. uh, Brian Cranston's great and it's a yeah. Yeah, great series. So I haven't seen season one of that. Definitely worth doing. Um, have you seen your honor? I've seen most of it, but I don't need to now because you just gave away the end. Oh, shit. <laughs> We'll edit that out later. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if you've been watching the series and you stopped and then you haven't yeah. watched it. Hey, <laughs> don't blame me. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, that's um, good. I know yeah. what, I think everyone knows what your number one is here. Yeah. Well, the number two. Uh, got oh, number we have two to number here. two. Yeah, sorry. Um, I'm getting ahead of myself. Yeah. <laughs> number two is the lot. Uh, it's Mayor of Kingstown, yeah. um, season two. Uh, this is the Paramount Plus series starring good old Jeremy Renner and Diane Weist. Um, this is another one of the Tyler Sheridan series, as we said. Um, series one was great. Um, if you haven't seen this, and poor Jeremy Renner, I don't know if you heard about yeah. his accident, but geez, yeah, the snowplow, yeah, he got run over or something, or his leg got into a snowplow yeah. or something. Jesus. It's like really critical condition. Like it was like almost touch and go, but he seems like he's oh. on the road to recovery now. But geez, yeah. such a good actor. I love him. He he's is really, uh, yeah. Yeah, I like Jeremy stuff. Renner a lot. He's yeah. he's a very good actor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that should be a good one. Yeah, but great series. Of, it's yeah. like, yeah, kind of like, I don't know, like a, it's hard to kind of explain really, but like I, I wrote down here, the McCluskey family includes a lot of drama around corruption, racism, and inca- incarceration. But hard one to explain. But yeah, it was a good series. Definitely worth yeah. watching. So, looking forward to season two. Definitely. But number one. Oh geez. Oh geez. It's uh, of course. I mean, it's going to be the last of us. I am so pumped for this. I've been talking about it for almost a year. I think <laughs> ever since it was announced. Um, video game was just incredible. Um, so well done and it's such a cinematic like um video game as well so the fact they've turned it into a a series as well hbo are doing this it's um and they've they've got pedro pascal uh of course who did the mandalorian and all that sort of stuff and bella ramsey who you might know from game of thrones as well Hmm. Uh, so sort of teaming the two game of thrones characters back together but um for those who aren't aware this is based on yeah the video game where it's just essentially a post-apocalyptic zombie type thing but it's sort of like almost based on a little bit of science i don't know how that works but um where this fungus type infects them and there's like in different stages of the infection whereas the first stages are running zombie like creatures then there's a more advanced version where they're called clickers where this fungus grows out of their face it's gross mm. and they, they can't see but like yeah creepy as hell and make this clicking noise but um but essentially it's a story about that but it's really about a people piece about this actor or, or sorry this guy who um pairs up with this young girl and tries to take her she's got a form of immunity uh the only person they've seen and trying to uh travel across the country um and they kind of form a bond and yeah it's it's amazing i don't want to give too much away but it's yeah. uh, um but already on rotten tomatoes when it first came out got a hundred percent wow yeah and all reviews i've read have just been fantastic so episodes um it the whole 10 episodes covers the whole first season uh, sorry first game yeah. uh, so there's two games so far um two two parts to it um the original creator of the video game is back and 
the guy, this is really cool. The showrunner of this is the guy who did Chernobyl, um, oh, the series. Yeah. So um, huge, huge budget, HBO. Yeah. Yeah, it's that's a winning combination. Like, I think we were talking yeah. about it the other day. I can't remember if it was on the podcast or not, but HBO don't make many mistakes. No. They're no. Uh, pretty much, uh, their strike rate is huge, very yeah. high. So yeah. this sounds no different. Sounds pretty good. I, and look, I haven't played the game really. I mean, you showed it to me briefly, but... Yeah, I made I'm you very play the very intro to... and that was it, I think. What's that? <laughs> Did I make you play the intro? I think yeah, I yeah. You, yeah. You forced me to play the intro and then... Um, <laughs> but I, I'm excited for the show. It yeah. looks cool. Yeah. So, yeah, should be win up, dude. Yeah. And as you say, like, there's some really strong things out at the moment. It's a very good month for TV. It is, yeah, it's very strong. Um, few that missed out, but uh, yeah, probably not as strong as those ones. And they missed out for a reason was the '90s show, which is a Netflix spin-off series on the '70s show. Yeah. Um, Star Wars: Bad Batch season two. Um, I think there's a Sam Worthington, another Australian series uh, called Trench. Fusion, which is a stand mm-hmm. original again, which is cool. Yeah. It's a strange, essentially, apparently, Australian version of Taken, where he's like got this, you know, background of being a bit of a machine, you know, yeah. fighter, and then his kid gets taken and same sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I can see Sam yeah. Worthington playing that character. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Um, Velma season one, it's like animated series on Velma from Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. Shotgun Wedding, um, comedy one on Amazon Prime with Josh. Dumal and surprise, surprise, or Dumal. Jennifer Lopez. You say, um, <laughs> what was that? Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez and another yeah. wedding uh, comedy. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> Made in Manhattan or whatever it is. <laughs> um, and then a Pam Anderson, uh, um, Pamela, a love story, and Netflix doco coming as well, which, uh, yeah, should be good. Mm. Yeah, sweet. Yes. Once again, it was. I actually saw some of, I didn't watch an episode, but maybe just a preview of that 90s show. It's oh. so weird to see like a sitcom like that these days with canned laughter because they don't yes, really exist I know, that much. Is. And yeah. when you see it and it's just like set up punchline canned laughter, like it's just, it's kind of weird because <laughs> you, you just don't watch that type of thing anymore. And it's no. just, it seems like something, it's like from another era. Yeah. Yeah, it so, is. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how well that one will go, but uh, yeah. yeah. Neither do I. Yeah. Um, Good stuff, Paul Cookson. Very strong top 10. Yes, thank you. So, Did you have what would you have in your top three? Well, probably, probably very similar to yours, man. I mean, I might have put um the pale blue eye a bit higher. I think you had that at yep. seven. I yep. I enjoyed that. Um yeah. yeah, I look, I think you were pretty spot on, to be honest. Like most of those, yeah, it's it's strong, but no, I don't disagree with you know, even The Last of Us as one. I think that's in terms of something coming out, it's as you said, rocking in at a hundred percent rotten tomatoes. Yeah. And, you know, that's <laughs> exciting. So it yeah. sounds like a winner. So no, I I'd largely agree. I think it's pretty yeah. good. Awesome. Nice. Sweet. So cool. to round out this podcast coming out this month to cinemas. So first up, we have A Man Called Otto, which stars Tom Hanks, and it's directed by Mark Foster, who did World War Z, which was a pretty good film. I like it. Yeah, that. it was. Yeah. Um, it's a comedy drama. And Tom plays a grumpy man who strikes up a friendship with the incoming neighbor. So interesting. Uh, have <laughs> you seen the, um, the preview to this? No, I haven't actually. Neither have I. Yeah. 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 It's almost like a bit of a, uh, what was that Clint Eastwood one? Oh, uh-huh. 
you know, get car. off my lawn. Yeah. Um, grumpy racist neighbor or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> sounds, sounds a bit like that. It does. Yeah. Um, Gran Torino. That's what that that's is. That's the one. Nice. Yeah. Um, so, and next up, we've got Megan, which yes. is a horror sci fi. Actually, didn't we? Oh, no, that was a Megan and Harry documentary. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bang. Look at that. Yeah, snap. <laughs> It's a horror sci-fi about a robot doll that gets a life of its own. Sounds very similar. It does sound. <laughs> We've seen this already. That's on Netflix. Uh, that's Megan with a three as the E. Yes. Um, I haven't seen it yet, but apparently good and already apparently shaping up for a sequel as well. So Really? Yeah. There you yeah. Go. So there you go. Operation Fortune. Ruse de Gorilla, which is a... <laughs> Just like had a stroke then. It's a Guy Ritchie film. And it's got Jason Statham as per usual. Hugh Grant, which I yes. like. And Josh Arnett or Hartnett. Or Harney. Harney. Um, and it's about a, a team of special agents that recruit a huge movie star to help them go undercover. Mm. So that's kind of oh. cool. Yeah, yeah, that sounds interesting. Guy yeah. Ritchie, always good with Jason. You can't go too wrong. With yeah, that, so. and even yeah. Hugh Jackman, uh, Hugh Grant, sorry. Yeah, um, I'm loving that they're teaming up over the last few films. Yeah, yeah, same. Like he's kind of really uh, delving into some different characters as well, which is really cool. Showing yeah. his range as well. Like it's yeah, awesome. yeah, yeah. No, yeah. enjoying it. Yeah. Um, Babylon, which is yes. Bradley Pitts, Margot Robbie, uh, directed Damien Chazelle, which he did La La Land. Yeah, and it's a comedy about silent uh, films moving into talkies. Yeah, so that's kind of cool. So I knew Pitt and uh, Robbie were doing another film together. This is the one where there I got you go. before. Yep. So yeah. yeah, so they're reunited, I guess. From yeah, um, from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which they yes. had zero scenes together. Yes, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Literally, I don't reckon they would have shared. I don't. Yeah, I, don't I love that, that film. Either. I've yeah. crept on about this before, but I, I that's one of my favorite Tarantino's, which is controversial. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like I could watch that every six months. It's just yeah. it's got such a good feel to it. It is, yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, but lastly, Tar, which is Kate Blanchett or Blanchet, um, which is a musical biography of Lydia Tar, one of the greatest living composer, conductors, and the very first film female director of major German orchestra. Mm. So um, this one's already out, I believe, is it? It is, and yeah. it's going to get award recognition as well as pretty much anything that Kate Blanchett does because, yeah. in my opinion, oh. one of the greatest female actresses of all time. She yeah. is one of the most diverse. The range on her is just incredible, and this is, like, exactly the same. Like, from, I haven't seen it yet, but uh, from looking at the trailers and stuff like that, she just, she's, a, she's amazing. She's yeah, she, so I feel good. like she's one of those true actors that isn't about celebrity isn't about anything else she's about the craft she's about like she just transforms and you don't really know necessarily that much about her private life or anything she doesn't want to put that out there she doesn't give a shit about that she just seems to be about the work which like a female daniel day lewis or something just yeah i was almost going to say even like a little bit too christian bale he's similar to that he just just does really good roles doesn't bother with any bullshit it's about acting yeah it's true yelling at people yes (laughs) <laughs> but that's fine you know, it's, in it's, fairness that lighting guy you know who's really distracting he deserved it so yeah. you know what though i can kind of see that like if yeah, you're, if you're in character and like and some, some guy moving 
shit around. Here we go. We're gonna re-listen to that. You know, next episode we should play that and do a live reaction. Listen to it. Put it in extra, extra bonus features or something. Yeah, it's um, it's pretty good. But that is a podcast. And that was a podcast. Actually, that reminds me one one show we did both go back and watch was Tomcats the other day as oh well with God. Gary Busey's uh, son. <laughs> yeah, you can file Jerry that Cole. under movies they series. couldn't make today. <laughs> so ridiculous, but yes. And that was yeah. a podcast. It's uh, a lot to watch as always, but um, yeah, if you haven't seen some of those shows, definitely worth watching. And, it, it's a yeah. good month. It's a good Been month good. to uh, jump into some shows. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah, sweet. Well, dude, awesome. it's been a pleasure. Has been, yeah. Um, and also, yeah, we're we're working on our next guest for our next nostalgia one. We might be taking January off on that, um, given uh, a lot of podcasts doing that at the moment. But we'll probably retool in February and hopefully get uh, another big guest and and uh, yeah, do another nostalgia one. So it'll not be that few... next or another news one. We'll see. But yeah, yeah thanks exciting for listening. though. We're in talks with a few people. So yes, we do. Yeah, um, another yeah, big any year. of them would be pretty awesome. So hopefully Absolutely. next time it'll be uh, revealing one of those. Yes, exactly. Done. Awesome. Love it. All right. Great. We will talk very soon. Yes. Thank you. Done. See you, dude. Thanks. Bye.